0: What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode two, two, two of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's up? Just dropping the triple deuces on everybody. Triple deuces. (laughs) Chunk up the deuces with your two hands and maybe a... Maybe throw up a big toe and, and the next uh, toe.
1: Cross your eyes or yeah. something with two, <laughs> yeah. you have the double deuces.
0: Yep, right that's right. Uh, so episode 222, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you are new to the program and uh, you heard me say, well, heard me call you a dirtbag, um, that is a badge of honor that you can now wear because uh, you're a listener to this program. And uh, that's a name that the listeners uh, gave themselves. We, we, we didn't want any of that. We weren't we weren't trying to throw shade at them. We were trying to like come up with something really nice and yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah. Uh, so they,
1: you know, you guys came up with it. So we're gonna stick with it and keep on doing it. It's been pretty popular. So
0: it has been. You know, we're gonna keep. It gets you a lot of advantages. I mean, yep. Yep. Uh, one of the one of the advantages that uh, you can get is ten percent off all your uh, tackle. On www.dakotangler.com, and uh, they've got everything you need uh, and stuff you don't. Well, there's that too, but uh, I but, mean, I mean, everything. W- you when need, you're but a fisherman, stuff stuff that you don't think you, you don't need. think you need, and until then you do need it. Yep, yep. And all
1: of a sudden, you're just like, why go chance off, it? Why chance you it? You go onto their website, and you're like, oh man, I really
0: didn't think I needed that, but you know what? I think I need that. Yeah, if you if you get it and you just put it in your boat. There's always that chance that someday you're gonna, gonna need it. You're so, dang right. so, so go have, on the website, get one of everything, and and use code Dirtbag. And, and you might want to get a couple of everything. You know how those crankbait fishermen guys are; they'll just
1: go in there and they'll buy out the whole peg of Rapalas or Berkley's stuff. I well, mean, that works
0: out because the Berkleys are on sale this week. They are starting uh starting i think the day June that this 6th. episode drops uh through the 11th 20% off all berkeley crankbaits uh stunners uh flicker shads Shad. money series. badgers yeah which is uh, i mean i don't know that there's a better uh a better name for a, for a bait you know the honey badger money badger but right. uh um, nope, the walleye stuff, the bass stuff, they aren't going to discriminate. Uh, if it's a Berkeley crankbait, it's on sale 20% off. And, uh, so go online and check that out. Uh, if you're not exactly computer savvy, like us, go on into the store. You're not going to get the discount, but, uh, at least if you get to go, or if you go into the store, uh, you got a chance of, of being able to razz Todd and Josh. Right. And, you and know that's what? worth
1: 10%. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Pay the extra 10% yeah, just to do yeah. that. But the, the great thing about going into the store with those guys, they're so knowledgeable. They're going to get you set up with what you need. Like maybe there's like something like, oh, your crankbaits are on sale. You know, I like to cast crankbaits, but, you know, I really don't have a rod set up for it. Like what rod yep, do I yep. need? You know, and those guys are going to get you pointed in
0: the right direction at, you know, your best op, you know, option for that. Yep. And, uh, you know, they, uh, Todd, Todd does that, uh, two minute fishing report, uh they're talking to the anglers that are out there all the time they know where the hot bites are they know what baits are working and uh you know unlike a lot of uh a lot of bait shops that are you know sitting right on the the banks of some lake you know where they're gonna tell you you know come to our lake man our lake is going on you know the that that's not what Dakota Angler has you know I mean they, they got people coming into their store that are heading over to okoboji they got people coming into their store that are heading out to the black hills yeah, maybe they, to the river you know head, heading north to ponset that they, southwest gonna, minnesota yeah.
1: northwest iowa you know southeast northeast south dakota all the way like you said all the way out to the western yep. part of the state Yeah, they're so. just
0: going to flat out tell you where they're where they're catching them and what they're biting on and uh you know also one of the one of the great things uh these dudes actually fish, not as much as what they'd probably like to, you know, they, they got a lot of irons in the fire, but, uh, you know, they can tell you, hey, this is what has worked for me, yep. and, and that's worth something. Yep, they get out there and they test a lot of the products that they sell, so uh, when they're
1: telling you something, uh, you can rest assured that they're telling you the facts.
0: yep. Um, Matt, one of the things that I want to talk to you about this week, uh, uh actually had a guy at work uh, that started talking to me, uh sent me this video about uh boat people being stingy. stingy that boat, boat people. people are being stingy. And uh so here I don't wanna say
1: it, but I'll say it. A lot of you boat people are being stingy with
0: your
1: <laughs> boats. I don't get it, dude. I don't understand what's brought on this whole That's fine! I don't care! It doesn't make me mad! I don't sit in my house on warm days and just be like, Man, wish I was on a lake on a boat right now. I wish I had a friend with the boat. I never say that. I never think of you. Doc, I'll go right to the front of the boat and, like, be like, hey, what do you need for me, dude? You want me to grab a rope? And if you want me to grab a rope to help you dock your boat, BOOM, dude!
0: I'll never let you down. Oh crap. <laughs> so this so this video Wayne County life we actually shared it on our Facebook page. But uh, this guy just goes bananas for three minutes straight. And, and, and it's a spoof. I get it. But uh, just just knocking people, uh, b- boat owners, for being stingy, for not inviting people out on their boat, for and not keeping it to themselves. Yeah, keeping it all to not themselves. Sharing the wealth. Yeah, sharing Yeah, he's not going to come on his boat and drink all your beer. He'll bring, bring his, his own. own you want him to go up front and grab a rope and help you dock? Boom. He'll do it for you. And, uh, so, so one of the things that I kind of wanted to talk about today with you, Matt is, uh, obviously, uh, um, two things. Um, you know, I, I think that there's always that fact that people that don't have boats think if they did, man i'd be out on that boat every single every single waking chance that you get look at scott he look at
1: every time i drive by his boat sitting in his garage yeah he's never bringing it out if i had a boat man i'd be out there all the time like every single day my wife would probably leave me because i'd be out in that boat every day
0: yep and then you got the other side where you got the boat owners that talk themselves out of going you a lot know, of like,
1: times like uh the gas prices are so high yeah today. gas prices
0: i'm by myself and you know to to get the boat off the trailer uh, and hook it up and yeah, you know ah, there's kind of a wind and and, yeah, a you know, little too hot today, yeah i don't have to I, I don't know if i want to go by
1: myself uh, and and I've
0: been, no wind, I, I've been on both sides of this wind i've been on both sides of this where you know it's like come on matt like let's go freaking fishing dude and, and you know you got something else going but but now i've got a boat and, uh, you know, obviously it, it's not a boat that's going to tackle Okoboji, uh, you know, at one o'clock on a Saturday, but, uh, you know, I, I, I can get out and fish. I can, you know, no problem there. But, uh, you know, I do. I talk myself out of it. Nah, man, by the time you get all the way over there and every single time when you bring it over there after you're done, it's like, man, I'm, you know, yeah. it, it's, it was never bad. Right. It was never bad loading and unloading it was never bad when you were out there that holy moly I was taking you know waves over the side it's always manageable you know you do what you can you know if it's if it's blowing from one direction well then you stay over here you know in this little bay or or whatever but uh, I don't know man I've, I've, I've just been on that side where uh, you can talk yourself out of it and and I know when you're not a boat owner that you just think man if I you know if I had a boat I'd be out there all the time but, but the other thing that I really wanted to talk about, Matt, is what are the expectations from a boat owner? Uh, you know, and, you know, say you and I, uh, you know, we decide that we're going to go out fishing uh, this Saturday and uh, we're, we're going to go out, we're going to do that, we're taking your boat. What are the expectations from the boat owner for somebody that's coming along with them? You know, what do you do you expect money do you expect to use their pickup do you expect supper do you expect a little bit of everything you know do you expect them to bring a cooler with all the beverages and snacks what 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 is fair
1: what is fair i guess sometimes i look at it like if i'm the if say me as the boat owner if i'm calling you and asking you to come along with me like hey you want to come fishing on yep, you know yep. saturday or whatever like that I don't have a lot of expectations from you then. Yep. Like, if I'm the one, I'm not, I don't you think You extended it's fair, the invite. Right. Yep. I don't think it's fair to invite your buddies to go fishing with you just to pay for the gas 100%, or just to be like, I get that. just to be like, okay, so I can go, so yep. I'm basically going for free besides like the wear and tear on my boat and all that stuff. But, uh, that's always kind of my expectations. If it's like, Hey, what do you, if we're both like talking and we're like, Hey, should we go on Saturday? Yeah. Okay. And stuff like that. I think it's always common courtesy to throw some gas money. I I don't think you have to, obviously not have to pay for it all. I mean, if you want to offer to do it, you know, that's awesome and stuff, but there's most of the time I'm like, no, you don't have to pay for all of it cuz I was going to go anyways, but uh it's always kind of like the gentleman's agreement to kind of throw some some gas money towards it because there might be times where actually you don't end up using a lot of gas, you know, just to get to the spot and I mean, I think we've had it before where it's both kind of like Dude, that no, we didn't even use like $40 worth of gas, so you don't need to pay that much. Just you know, if you want to leave a 20, that's fine. Or, like, or we do it a lot where, like, if we stop to grab something to eat, it's like, hey, I'll grab yours. Like, what do you want? It's like, oh, all right, dude, you know, thanks for that. Um, other things, I guess, like, if you want to pack a lunch, you know, I mean, more power to you and stuff like that, there's there's sometimes too people are. particular about what they're eating too so like if it's, it's nice of you to pack a lunch but it's like oh no i got like i brought something or yep i guess there's a, there's a lot of different common courtesies um like i said number 1 is if i'm inviting you i don't expect anything
0: right and and i get that but you know i i think everyone's seen that shirt or that bumper sticker that says my boat doesn't run on thanks right you know and and uh um i guess for me personally uh the way i've kind of always thought about it is uh you know if, if you do hop in with somebody um you know obviously uh uh what what you and i have done in the past is you know we used to take your boat my pickup yeah we've done that and before. and you know kind of go that that route and you know if if it would be your pickup and your boat um you know 20 30 40 dollars uh, goes a long ways obviously um you know in in a pickup and then you know, if if you if you throw twenty to forty dollars at it, you know, depending on how far you're driving, of course. You know, yep. I mean, if you're driving three hours, well, that's a little bit different than if you're driving forty minutes. But I mean, you can you can kind of decide like. Hey, you know, I'm going to pay for a good chunk of the gas, you know, on the way over there, maybe not the whole entire thing, but a good chunk of it. And then maybe turn around. Uh, Obviously it depends a lot if you're out on the river and you're going to make a long run, you know, that, that's one thing too. But if you're on Okaboji and you're just going to be tinkering around, you're not going to go through a ton of gas. Well, then, then you know that, um, are, are you using their equipment? Are you using their baits? Are you using their fishing poles? You know, that's, that's one thing too. Uh, you know, who's who's paying for bait? I, I would say if you're the guest and uh, it wasn't just a flat-out invite, um, you know, I, I would say that you want to give 20 to $40 for gas. I would say if you do stop at a bait shop to pick up bait, spend that $10 on bait. And I would say if you stop it, you know, I, I'm not saying that you got to pick up a $28 steak afterwards, but, uh, right, you know, yeah. I mean, if you swing by a Jimmy John's, you know, something like that, buy the $8 sandwich, you know, you're going to get out of it for 40, 45 bucks, 50 bucks. You, you can't rent a boat for that. I'll tell you that right now, <laughs> exactly. you know, so, so, I, and, and I mean, I feel like the boat owner should feel like he, you know, well, I got a free meal, didn't have to pay for bait, you know, got a good chunk of, of money well, paid for towards gas. Both both right. people should walk yeah. out of that feeling like a winner.
1: Well, and it kind of goes along with that video, you know, like if you don't want to be the guy like hey you know i bring something to the table here like how come i'm never getting the invite and stuff like (laughs) that you do something like that people are gonna be like "Eh, you know what i'm gonna call him up and see if he wants to go again if it's if it's one of those deals where it's just like hey you know hey you want to go fishing today or somebody says yeah you know you we all got those people that are always like oh dude i need to i want to go fishing with you sometime you know take me out fishing and everything like that and you're just like all right, the day finally comes around and you're like, hey, dude, you know, like, I'm going to be heading over there. I got a free open seat if you want to come along. Oh, yeah, awesome, you know, and stuff like that. And you bring them out. You, like, you go over there. You let them use your stuff because sometimes they might, like, say we're going after bass and stuff like, you know, and they don't have the equipment for it. And the equipment that they do have, you know, that it's like, well, here, just I have a couple of these rods. Just use my stuff. You know, at the end of the day, you get all that you get everything, you get back, you drop them off at their house or at their vehicle, and it's just like, hey, man, thanks, I really appreciate it, that was a great time and everything like that, we're going to have to do it again sometime, you know, and they jump out in the going house, and it's just like, all right, you know, I mean, I can, I'm not going to be, I'm yep. not a petty person that I'm going to be like, well, that, that dude's a dick, I'm never, yep, never calling him, him again. again, it's like, you know, he's stingy, <laughs>
0: he's <laughs> not, being stingy, stingy, stingy with their <laughs> wallet, I wasn't <laughs> being stingy
1: with my boat, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that, then it's going to be like, yeah, the invite might not come as often as you're hoping For it sure. is and stuff For like sure. that. And you know how you're talking with the baits and stuff, like using somebody else's tackle. Like, if you're using somebody else's tackle, and most people are, in my experience, you know, they're not throwing it around. They're not... I mean, they're real careful with it and everything, and they'll ask questions if they don't know how to use something. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, too, say, we're in your boat, and we're using your equipment, and I go through... Two bags of like power bait Or something like that I'm going to be like okay what ones were these And stuff like that yep. and I'm going to try to Like if Hit I them back. get to a tackle yeah. shop you yeah. know, Maybe go on to CoderAngler.com And use you know, yep. Code Dirtbag to get 10% off And uh, then I'm going to I'm going to replace the stuff that I used And stuff like as far as that goes Try my best to do it or You know if you're out with Lockwood at the river And you lose a bunch of his jigs and stuff like that You know you're going to try to you know, replace them. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Been there. <laughs> But I mean, but it's just kind of like that. I don't, it's not always expected, but it's just kind of like that whole common courtesy thing.
0: And, and, you know, not, not everyone has 50 bucks to, to, well, to begin no, rid of it. it so, don't. so I mean, this isn't something that it's an automatic, gotta pay to play. That, that, that's not what we're saying here. But, you know, even a cooler full of waters goes a long way you know it's going to be hot out there that day bring a cooler and and bring along you know six eight bottles of water and and uh you know maybe maybe some granola bars or you know something simple like that just to have out there uh you know that that that's one of those things that you know that don't cost you an incredible amount of money but uh you know it, it it just shows that you know let the let the boat owner know right away hey i brought along a few bottles of water when you're thirsty let me know you know have that one you know or hey you know any anytime you're thirsty open up that cooler you know they're they're for both of us whatever and you know just just small stuff like that is probably going to go a long ways to to most boat owners like you know hey you know they 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 were thinking about me you you don't got to give fifty dollars that's not uh you know that's not what it is but there are certain things, uh, you know, just a little bit of respect towards the boat owner that goes a long ways. Uh, you know, when it comes time to, uh, uh, you know, some people aren't comfortable with uh, uh, backing a trailer into the right. water. I get that, you know, but but you and I, Matt, uh, we've we've gotten it pretty good. Where I back your pickup into the water, I know exactly what I need to be doing, and uh, you know, you back in whatever. And and also to go along with that, Scott, like. If you're
1: not comfortable with it, don't be like. Don't try to be like. Oh yeah, I can do it. You know, like yeah, yeah. Be be honest. Just be honest. Be like if if you're not comfortable, that's all right. You know, you can stand down there, help guide me in, and then hold Hold the the rope. Yep, Yep. hold the boat while I go and park the trailer and stuff like that. I mean the last thing I want you to do is get into the truck and start trying to back it down there, and then we're jackknifed, and, nope, we got to pull forward, and we're doing all this, and it's just like, all right, and, like, I thought you knew how to back it up yep. and stuff like that. And especially, like, when we get back to the dock, and it's just like, you know, it's a lot different backing a boat down on the trailer than the, an empty trailer. I yep. mean, it, it can be tough for some people, so it's just like, just, hey, this, just be honest, and you can hold the boat, and I'll go get the trailer and, you know, jump out yep. and
0: that goes a long ways too you know another thing i would say while you're in the boat with somebody um you know don't 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 leave your shit all around right yeah. you know i mean uh, it, it, for me you know i'm probably gonna bring a few rods matt and i fished a couple tournaments uh, you know a few years back i knew that uh, this area right here is kind of my area you know i didn't go up onto the front of the boat that's matt's You know, area I was in the back, and I kept my rods in the back in my area. I kept my tackle in the back in my area, and you know, I I tried not to, uh, you know, get in in a way. You know, when when Matt would need a net, you know, drop what I'm doing, get a net. uh, You know, be mindful of where your line is going. Uh, You know, there's just a lot of things. You you piss off that boat cat. You know, the boat owner. Uh, a few times by crossing lines you know trying to stand up on the bow of the boat with them and and you know whatever and it's like you know dude like i don't need your shit up here like you know and get get to the back there, right. there is something right. to that
1: and and that's geared more towards like the tournament fishing and stuff like not that. necessarily uh, i mean but sometimes like when you're out like fun fishing and stuff like that i i want you to be successful just as much as i'm being successful you can have a lot of success out of the back of a boat well well, you can but i mean i mean i'm not gonna sit there and just back of the boat you and stuff like that i'm gonna you know if, if we're on a hot pattern somewhere and stuff like that it's gonna be like get up here and like i think that's something too as a boat owner that sometimes we lose focus that it's just like you know what this person doesn't get the opportunity to be out in the boat as much sometimes too so sometimes it's it's good to invite them and be like, okay, get up here, you know, like it's, it can get to be a long day for somebody that's along, just to watch you just hammer fish all day long. I don't know. It's like, God, look at this.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's another one for me. How are you doing back there? I mean, mean, there is something, well, there is something to that, but I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like at a certain point, if, if, if you're really cracking them, you almost go into, taking turns you yeah. know like i mean one guy's you know hook oh, setting I, and yeah, head right. into the back like you know hey dude get up get there, there and, and fire in it. at yep. that you know whatever and and so the next person does it and you can kind of go back and forth there but i mean and and i guess every boat is probably a little bit different but you get up onto the front of the boat and you got two guys casting around and whatnot like i mean they, you can get into some pretty tight quarters up there oh, where it's kind of right. like dude i you know i i need my i need my room and uh so I don't know. I mean, you y- you can feel it out. It's it's situational, no doubt about it. Depending on what you're fishing, but uh, um, you know, if you're if you're using night crawlers, you know, I mean, boats are a big investment, and and you know, p- most people try to keep their boat fairly clean. And uh, yeah. you know, I mean, don't uh, I don't know. I remember one time when uh, a guy spilled his drink in your rod locker. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that oh, time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Holy smokes! That could have been a Southwest airline commercial. Uh, Want <laughs> to get away? away and right. I wasn't the one who spilled it. Nah, I know I wasn't the one who spilled it. Oh, that yeah. was probably my best day of fishing ever. It was. That was incredible. Yeah, it was. How many how many yellow bass did we catch that day?
1: Oh, I hundred and sixty three or something. That's what we kept.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what, we, what kept. we kept. I, 163. Kept. I think one hundred sixty eight. One hundred sixty eight yellow bass perch. kept that. There was some bluegills mixed in there. No, it was just that and two perch. Really? Yep. And okay. Then
1: we brought those to get cleaned, and then we caught seven walleyes. Seven
0: walleyes. On Spirit Lake. So. And then we came back, and, and I cracked that, that, big, that old big old flathead catfish. Yeah. Yep. And it was me, you, and uh, the guy who spilled uh, his drink in your rod locker. What <laughs> is his name? Uh, if I remember right, his license plate is one ramrod. One ramrod. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That dude that's, has done that's, more stupid shit. That's, that's one thing, too, is like, don't, like you were saying, you know, like the whole leave no trace thing. Like, maybe if you are clumsy and you're not good with getting your coffee or something that's highly stainable in your mouth, water might be your best bet is to go with that.
0: And, and if you want to have a pop or something like that, make sure it's a bottle. Yeah. Probably yeah. cans don't work the best in boats. I, uh, I, another thing, like, to go along with that
1: too is uh if you're the guest in the boat don't try to be the captain don't try to tell the <laughs> boat guy like yeah over I, here I, over you here." you really think this is working i mean maybe we i mean sometimes it's all right to offer suggestions but don't sit there and try to tell the person Like, yeah, i, I really think, we, think should we should go, should go do to the do this. We, we should go to the other you side know, it's like this and it's like all right yeah another way to uh <laughs> when you get dropped off back at the house uh you, to look at that phone a lot and be like man <laughs> why doesn't he ask me to go fishing with him anymore dude's being stingy
0: Stingy,
1: stingy so. no. oh, man! <laughs> but it, yeah. i mean it is a fun topic to yep. talk about because there's a lot of things but i mean along with it there is a lot of like great things too that yep. it's fun to bring out new people and get them get them going and you know sometimes just don't always expect the offer just because you go once it's not like you're going to get the call every
0: weekend to go so yep i i do agree though matt uh Um, if, if you, if you get invited, um, you know, it's probably nice to throw a $20 bill, but, uh, it's not necessarily necessary. Uh, if you are sitting around and no plans have been made and together you decide like, yeah, all right. You know, like, yeah, we'll, we'll get my boat out on Saturday and and go do that. That's probably when you, that's probably when you uh, decide, well, I'm going to, try to take yeah. care of uh, a good chunk of uh the uh the financial loss of today's uh um fishing trip but uh well, whatever the case um i actually told no. my wife i told my wife come hell or high water i really don't care this weekend i'm going well, fishing yeah I'm, and i i don't know what i'm doing i don't i i've got no plans i don't know if it's going to be saturday i don't know if it's going to be sunday i don't know if it's going to be an overnight trip and and uh I'm going to be out on my boat just freaking doing awesome stuff. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going fishing this weekend and uh, pretty jacked up about that. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I'm thinking about tomorrow night after school. Really? It's our
1: last day just just going and running over to the lakes or something like that. Uh, yep, yep. Emily's vehicle is getting repaired after a nice side swipe incident in a parking lot at school. So, she needs my truck on Wednesday morning, my first official day of summer. Otherwise, I'd be hightailing
0: it out. You maybe. need to borrow a Chevy Colorado? <laughs> you want to freaking test out that reliability, power. dependability, power, style? Here, here's a good
1: one today. We're sitting in uh, some meetings at school, and I'm with the fifth and sixth grade teachers. And, oh, uh Jansma, he's like, anybody need some counters? I got a bunch of counters, you know, for something. I'm like counters and like what are you talking about and they pulled them out and they're those so sil- those silver ones, the silver
0: those fish f- counters clickers and yeah. everybody's
1: like oh you know jerry pletsky's in there he's like oh i use those for pitch count in baseball and i was like and they're all saying oh no i use it for this i'm like Dad, you guys are all wrong that's a fish, <laughs> fish counter. counter right there i'm like give me one of those and you know what it says on the side chevrolet
0: really yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Counting how and many I Fords go, they
1: passed, and I go, you know what? These are good for at school. And they're like, what? I go, you ever just sit there and look at somebody and like they're doing something, and all of a sudden you just click it once, and then you kind of look away, and then all of a sudden you look at them again, click it again. I go, if you want to get into somebody's head, you just start doing that. So I started doing that, and they're kind of like, all right, knock it off, man. That's funny. <laughs> so I don't it's care like, who you are. You can mess with people on oh, this yeah. one. So. Mm-hmm
0: all right uh we've actually got a guest today uh didn't mention it earlier but uh, we've got a guest uh we're gonna chat with robbie rembrandt uh robbie is uh heading up a uh a fishing tournament that uh he wants to tell us about and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna get over to him hey robbie how are you
2: good how are you guys
0: doing really good doing really good. good say uh robbie matt and i were actually uh looking right before we uh got you on the show uh, you've been a guest on this show before. How many episodes do you think it's been since you were on?
2: Oh, man. Let me think. I'm going to bet that it's uh, 55 episodes.
0: Scott's doing the math right now. Can you hear the hamster wheel? is 40, <laughs> 48. 48. 48. Wow. It does. It, it, I did not think that it was that long. I did not think, uh, I was thinking it was closer to like 15, 20 episodes. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. doesn't seem like, uh, we've went through the whole winter and, and into summer now. Yeah. that's
0: yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yep. It really is. So, uh, for those of you guys that, uh, didn't listen, uh, episode 174 is when Robbie was on, uh, was on here for the first time. And, uh, um, so if you want to hear more about Robbie, uh, if you're like holy smokes this guy's an idiot I've got to listen to more episode <laughs> 174 is uh is uh where you need to go but uh Robbie we got you on today to uh, to tell us about the Kyles day tournament uh, it's on fish donkey but uh before we before we get into that uh, why don't you tell the listeners uh what it is that you do for a living
2: yeah well I, I appreciate the time guys it's always a pleasure to visit with you Um So, yeah, my name is Robbie Rembrandt, and and I live out in western Nebraska. Um, I I guess what I do, um, I've been a first responder for uh, coming up on 17 years now. I actually started uh, as a cadet firefighter when I was 14 years old um, and basically fell in love with it. Um, So I'm a licensed paramedic. I spent about 10 years as a flight paramedic. Um, I teach for our local community college, um, have a degree in fire science, do lots of instruction, teaching, still run nine one one calls, um, have a fire service background too, and um, really just, you know, I mean, I I I wear a lot of different hats in the community that I'm in, um, and and our region, um, but basically, just in in just a few words, I, I've basically been a first responder, and and that's what I love, and that's what I do. So,
0: well, then yeah, there you have it. Uh, and and you, you started off as a volunteer firefighter and just realized, like, holy smokes, I love this?
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I actually, um, kind of how I fell into it is I always wanted to go into the Air Force and be a pilot. Um, and when 9-11 happened, I was fairly young and pretty impressionable. And I remember that morning watching the TV with my dad, and my dad just expressed this huge... Uh, Just, he was a very, he he admired the first responders and made multiple comments about the police and EMS and the New York Fire Department and things like that, and um, I always felt like if I got my dad's approval for something, it meant a lot to him, and that was was kind of what kicked it off. I had a brother and some family that was on the local volunteer fire department, and it wasn't long after that, um, I was in it, um, you know, head first, and... and and never look back.
0: Now now you mentioned that you were in the cadet program. Now that's not something that uh, uh, our fire department here in Rock Rapids, Iowa has, but uh, that's actually something that you join like while you're in high school and and you uh, actually, do you you take firefighter one while you're in high school? Is that what it is?
2: Yeah, so I would go to all the trainings, just like the the rest of the department members. Um, Fortunately for me, uh, we started the cadet program with just a few of us and I was the only one left after about a month.
1: Really? And,
2: um, so I actually, um, certain stipulations and such, I would get approval from the fire chief to respond to calls and, and help where I could. Nice. Uh, so there was a time, um, you know, kind of in my later high school years that I could, that I could leave school and go on calls and help with department functions and things like that. So, uh, and I, I did the EMT class while I was in high school. So, so I was a licensed EMT when I turned 18 and, um, just, yeah. So I, I, I can't thank the people that, that gave me that opportunity enough because it really kickstarted my career for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Now, uh, Fast forward to now, and uh, you, you had contacted me uh, probably probably already a few weeks ago and, and told me about this fishing tournament that was coming down the pipe uh, that, that uh, uh, you're trying to promote, and uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, uh, I think I forgot to talk about it one week and then you were going to send me information and you forgot about it the next week, and, and here we are. Uh, but wh- why don't you tell us a little bit about this Kyle's Day uh, Foundation and uh, the tournament that uh, is, is going to be taking place uh, for that uh, organization.
2: Yeah, so just a little bit about the organization. Um, if anybody wants to, to read more um, about who Kyle is and, and have more information about the foundation, the website's kylsday.org. Um And a couple years ago, uh, there, you know, we were post-COVID, uh, there was a huge turnover rate with first responders and nursing, and, and, and just, just all the people that, that seem to really try to take care of the communities. And um, psychologically, you know, our country just kind of came out of that, and, and we've taken a big hit, and especially first responders and, and healthcare providers. And um, unfortunately, uh, over the course of um, a few months, um, we had uh, a few first responders that in our community, which isn't, isn't very big. Um, unfortunately take their own lives. Um, and you know, there, there could be a lot of different variations The you know, behind that the job and stress and family and all of that stuff. But, um, this, this foundation uh, was actually developed by, uh, Ryan, by Kyle's boss at the time, his name is Ryan Goschel, and um, he developed the Kyle's Day Foundation because he wanted to devote a day, one day a month, that um, first responders could connect through activities, Um, Whether that be peer support, whether that be national activities, maybe it's um, family events like they've had dodgeball competitions and they've had, you know, just all these little events to pull people together and realize that, you know, sometimes uh, you have way more support. Uh, for one another than you see when, when you're kind of going through these trying times or these dark times. There's way more people that care about you and, and want to take care of you and help you succeed in life um, than what you know what meets the face each day. Yep. So um, unfortunately, um, Kyle was a paramedic here um, in, in our town, a volunteer firefighter served in a, a variety of roles, wore many hats um, he, he took his life and, you know, he, he basically grew up, um, his, his dad owned an ambulance service. His dad's a paramedic. His brother's a paramedic. He has another brother that's an EMT. Um, and, and he, he really, you know, gave the majority of his time, um, to the community. And maybe that was time away from his father or his brothers, or maybe that was time away from his own family. Um, but really what this is, is it's, 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 you know, I guess, raising awareness that there's more out there that meets the eye. There's peers that you can lean on that, that will help you day to day, um, friends, family, community members. Um, and it's really just pushing, like who helps the helpers, you know, like how do we yeah. come together as a group? Um, you know, and, and maybe there's a firefighter at EMT that's in Iowa or, or Minnesota that's listening to this and, um, the thoughts crossed their mind before it's a law enforcement officer and, you know, you can go to the Kyle's Day Foundation and there's access to 988, which is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline and the crisis response teams. And, and you know, maybe this is just a way that, that on a national level, sooner or later, Kyle's Day Foundation will grow to where we can bring things back and, and you, you can learn ways to support your own first responders in your communities that, that volunteer in that role. You know, maybe, maybe you never want to be part of an ambulance or a fire department, and that's okay. Um, but how can you better support those people that are out there when when bad things happen in our communities
0: yep now now, now this is strictly uh, well well I guess for for the tournament uh, you you do not have to be a first responder to uh, to be a part of that but uh, right now this Kyle's day uh, it, it's it's more localized to western Nebraska but the goal is yeah. to actually grow it you know potentially nationally right
2: yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, definitely. I mean, um, it, it's there. It, it's a nonprofit. It's established, and and obviously, when I say Kyle's Day, it, it means a lot of different things to me than it does other places. But I think it would probably surprise us if we knew um, how many uh, first responders and nurses and, and and people out in our communities um, that have taken their lives that that nobody really knew about you know, and, or, or had some kind of crisis that's come up in their day to day. And, you know, how did, how did they get through that? So you, you definitely don't have to be a first responder to fish this at all, you know, but I think the best way to probably, um, word this is maybe you're not a first responder, but maybe you have a boat and a free morning or a free afternoon and you know, a first responder that's given a, you know, a large majority of their time to your community and just invite them out on a trip, invite them out in your boat, spend the day with them, get to know them better, and, and just give them a day away from that pager, um, away from some of those stresses of life. And you may learn things um, from, you know, from that person or about that person that, that you would have never known um, unless you spent that time with them. And, and you know, how do you know that that time with them wasn't something that changed their, their life? Yep, exactly.
0: Yep um so so tell us about this tournament uh when when does it kick off
2: so uh the tournament is throughout june here it kicks off on june 10th at 6 a.m this
0: saturday
2: and, uh, yep yep and it runs through 6:25 at uh 6 p.m that night the entry is 25 dollars um there is uh five prize categories one for largest carp uh largest largemouth bass largest northern and the best stringer of three panfish and the best stringer of three walleye. Um, and you can download the um, Fish Donkey app, and it basically uh, you just go in, you you pay your twenty-five bucks to enter, um, and it'll walk you through how to measure your fish, how to take photos. You can you're able to upload it without service. Um, kind of a cool thing. I mean that, that we can do some of this you know, the, the tournaments remotely and mobile, I was a little bit leery of it at first, but it, it's turned out to be a cool thing. Um, and you know, that, that money is going to go back primarily to, um, to pay out the, the prizes. We don't have an exact payout of what it's going to be yet cause obviously it's going to depend on participants. Um, but this really isn't a, a thing for Kyle's day to make money. Um, it's more of a way to bring awareness. of what Kyle's day foundation is, And uh, for you out in your community to maybe spend time with your wife and kids or spend time with your friend or maybe a fellow first responder and and really just try to get people out and about and doing things that are healthy.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a great – like you said, it's a great way for, you know, someone like me that is not a first responder or something like that. Like you said, you made a great point by saying, you know, I know plenty of them, you know, get them out in the boat. I have a boat and I, you know, can get them out there and, and do something, just do my part too.
2: Yeah. I will tell you that, uh, after, uh, this, the, the day that this had happened to Kyle, um, there's a gal in our community that, um, we're fairly good friends with and, and, and we see and, 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 you know, eat supper together with the families and things like that and, and know of her and know her kids and know her husband. And I'm way closer, you know, um, to them than some people. But, uh, the day that this happened, um, she had sent me a message and said, I, you know, I'm terribly sorry. I hope you know that day or night, one in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, lunch, whatever you need something. And it's something that's going to prevent something bad from happening. Or you just need somebody to talk to call me once. I may not answer you. Call me twice and I'm going to pick up my phone every time. And I just like, uh, I've never had to do that. I've never been in that position, but it meant a lot. I was just like, wow, that, you know, that's a big deal. And, um, unfortunately I've had to go through, you know, 15 years of my career before somebody really told me that, you know, and so it it just meant so much to me. And I think that that's why I have so much heart for, for what this foundation has to offer.
0: You know, I, I, wonder if a lot of people, you know, I, I, um, have, have been a volunteer firefighter for, I don't know, I think maybe about four years now, and most of the people that that ask me, like, so what do you think about it? I mean, I tell them I love it. Like every single time that pager goes off, like it is an absolute, like uh, just just an adrenaline rush. I like I love every single second of it. And and I've been on some bad calls. I, I I've been on some really bad calls. I, I've 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 seen dead people, whatever. But but it has not affected me uh, in in that way yet. Um, and, and I wonder if a lot of people don't really real, you know, I think if we would ask you, Hey, Robbie, you know, you know, what do you think of your job? And, and you would say, man, I love my job. You know, I love helping people. You love all that stuff. And, and I think everyone kind of says that whether you're a volunteer or a career, you know, you talk to Jim Bustle out there in rapid city, he loves being a firefighter. And so I, I wonder if a lot of people don't really realize that you know, you, you may love the occupation, but at times like, man, there, there's, there's some stuff that you got to deal with. Is that, I mean, does that make any sense?
2: Yeah. I, I, I think I can relate to where you're coming from. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, I tell my students, I actually just told them this last Monday night, um, that there's really no nine one two nine one one. That's it. And so you, you got to have the people that show up and are ready to mitigate a problem, whether it's a medical emergency or a traumatic emergency or a cat in a tree or whatever it is. Right. Yep. Um, and you know, the, the one, the, the one example I can give you is, um, I, I think you're right. Like sometimes we don't realize the effect that it has on us, you know? Um, I'm constantly checking like life 360 when my wife is traveling. I don't know if I would do it that often if I didn't see some of this stuff.
0: Right. Yep. Um,
2: and I, my, we were at my in-laws and my wife had went shopping, um, and for, for my son at the time. And he, um, they, have got the Superman shirt and she showed it to me when we got home. And, and I said, that has to go in the trash. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And, Six months before that, I had taken care of a really, really sick pediatric patient. Um, And if you would have asked me the day before that happened what shirt he was wearing, you know, what shirt that did we remove from him, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But the second that I seen her pull that shirt out of that bag, like my heart sank like goosebumps. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the shirt, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that that's some of that cumulative stress that, we hear about, we read about it. Not everybody experiences it. Um, and, and I will tell you that, that I didn't live my life every day thinking about that child. It was a really bad thing that happened to him. Um, but for the next couple of days after that, I couldn't get that shirt out of my mind like, holy cow. you know. And so I think that the other thing that we don't give enough credit to is there are certain triggers day to day that happen and what happens if two or three of those triggers happen at once what happens if four or five of them plus family dynamics and
1: right life um, a lot of life changes and stuff like that yeah
2: exactly exactly so i think that that's i think day to day we show up tough and strong and we do our job and we have our, our team that we talk to and and that that support us but that cumulative stress piece i think is just very very hard to adapt to when those triggers hit
1: Yep. Yep. And I and I think it's it's kind of like you said. You know, the, an occupational thing, like the macho thing. We're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be tough and all this stuff. And sometimes you don't you don't realize that there is a lot of help out there and that that you do need it sometimes. And uh, it you're you're overlooked. not weak for asking right. for it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yep.
0: yep. Yep. And and a lot of
2: it, you know, up until the last probably decade, was it was all reaction help. Like yeah, something bad happened. Now let's help everybody else. And now we're really into that more preventative um, stage where it's like, call for help, take that day off away, get out in the boat, get outdoors, go do something, um, and and do something that's healthy for your mental health and your family.
0: Yep, yep.
2: And that's fishing for me. You know, that's outdoors for me. Yep, yep. Yep,
0: yep. I, I 100% agree. I think I think uh, probably 95% of the people that are going to be listening to this episode, uh, you know, would say the exact same thing. Yeah, we've all had it in our jobs and
1: stuff like that, and it's yep. just like sometimes that escape, just to be able to get out there and
0: about six casts in, yeah, and it's and like, there like there it is, and, <laughs> there yeah, it, just it is. Kind of
1: take that deep breath and yep. you know,
0: yeah. Yep. Well, Robbie, Absolutely. uh, I know that, uh, you got a baseball game to catch, uh, but, uh, we appreciate you being on the show. We appreciate, uh, um, you spearheading this tournament and we appreciate, uh, what you do every single day, uh, putting on that uniform.
2: Yeah. Well, I sure appreciate the time guys. And, um. If anybody, um, has any questions or whatever, or they reach out to you guys, you guys can send them over to me and I'd be glad to help them. And and I sure appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Is there a, did, did you mention it already? Is there a Kyle's day website or a Kyle's day, Kyle's day.com? Is that what it is? No, it's Kyle's dot Org. org. Okay. So you already mentioned that.
2: Yeah. All right. Sorry. And they do have a Facebook page too, Kyle's day foundation. Okay. 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 Yeah. So. And maybe you're not going to fish the tournament, but if, you know, if you could find that tournament um, post on there that they, they've made a post about it, if you could share it, get the word out, you know, we, we absolutely appreciate it. And, and I think that, uh, you know, the more we share and, and, and get folks out there, the, the more impact it's going to have. So we sure appreciate it.
0: So, so you are planning on fishing this tournament, Robbie?
2: So I, I do have my entry in. I, we'll, we'll see. I, I hope that I have time. God
0: dang it, it's going to feel good taking your money. I'm just letting you know that right uh, now. i tell you
2: what, Ryder's in it too, so good well, both <laughs> of you guys are losing then. I can't beat the Rembrandt boys. Uh-uh. I could beat
0: Robbie. I, I couldn't. I can't beat the boys. Well, I think
1: all, I, of, all, all of us grown men kind of live through the oh, Rembrandt yeah, no boys doubt about and all it. their adventures and stuff. It's kind of like a daily thing. Like, I wonder what the Rembrandt boys are up to today. I'd, sli-
0: I'd slice my testicles off with a butter <laughs> knife to be a Rembrandt boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well
2: when I when I was being at the foundation I said you guys we, we have to have a category for largest carp or I'm not gonna have a chance of getting the podcasters on. So, I wanted yeah. I wanted
0: to I wanted to applaud you there that you got two rough fish and the sport fish. You got the carp and the walleye, but then you also came back and got <laughs> well, bass and well, I like I like how they
1: have to do a stringer of walleye so it feels like they're actually fighting like one largemouth bass, true. you know. So yeah. it's like we gotta get a stringer of walleye yeah, yeah. here.
0: Put all three of them on the stringer and then throw that out and, and reel it in make, drag it, make you drink it behind
1: the truck on the way home
0: <laughs> that's badass <laughs> I, clean themselves i love
2: you guys i i had a guy trip this weekend and, and this uh 11 year old reeled in a fish and he says that fights a lot harder than the bass the pond at home they have like some five six inch bass that they catch a lot of and he reeled in like an 18 inch walleye and i would have uh i would i would have uh, given him the trip for free if i would have had a little bit of GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> video to, to send you guys of him saying that Oh, yeah, well, that's good
0: you know, yeah whatever makes you feel good robbie <laughs> <laughs> you know all right man uh, we appreciate it and have fun at that baseball game
2: all right thanks guys have a good night you bet
0: later and that was our buddy r2 robbie rembrandt uh scotts bluff nebraska yeah. Definitely. I don't think he's a Nebraska Cornhuskers fan. I don't know. He's never really got into it when we've harassed yeah, the I think, boys about it. I got a feeling he's like a closet. Uh, he's probably a. a he, probably, he probably is like a Shadron State fan. Shadron
1: State <laughs> I yeah. I mean, he, like, yeah. he's probably like, ah, Nebraska, that's too big time for me. I just yeah. give me something like.
0: You know, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. All right.
1: Um,. But definitely go and check that out. Get yourself yeah. registered for that uh, Fish Donkey Tournament. I'm in and, it. And I'm like, in it already. And like you said, you know, if you if you don't feel like being in the tournament, maybe get a hold of a first responder that you know or something
0: like that and take them out and let them yeah. get involved with it. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Um, got a pizza review this week. Uh, and this here is the pizza that has been requested more than any other pizza since the start of this and i don't know how long we've been doing it but uh i mean we got to be going on like six six months well Well, you know what i think we started it i think we started it right uh right uh october i think it was right before the dakota angler ice institute uh so so yeah going for quite a while man it's uh yeah i mean we're probably closer to eight months than we are to definitely are are you know five months but uh Whatever the case, uh, this is one that uh, I've gotten a lot of messages, more messages than what you'd believe. Uh, You know, hey, I think you need to do this. Hey, I think you need to do this. I said I would never do it. And uh, I'll be honest, I didn't have a pizza going into tonight. And uh, my wife eats these pizzas. So I went down to the freezer and I looked at it and I'm like, uh, say it ain't so say it ain't so i I, I felt like I got demoted at work <laughs> and I got a, took a pay cut or something like that. but um I went with the Totino's party pizza. Ooh. went with the totino's party pizza uh, triple cheese naturally flavored with other natural flavor. <laughs> natural what? flavors it's got the that's natural what it flavors. Says. that's literally what it says we got the natural flavors. naturally flavored with other natural flavor <laughs> sweet so you know it's good it's got the original original crisp crust and uh also says cook thoroughly now first and foremost i gotta tell you how my wife cooks these yeah, she they... takes them out of the package she sets them on a plate and
2: puts she them puts in them in the body.
0: microwave for like three minutes yeah and she loves it i can't like, loves it that's how i that's how i grew up
1: eating them like really because that's like i didn't know how to use the oven when i was younger that was kind of a, like our go-to like if we were hungry after school or something like that it's like well, we're throwing them in the microwave
0: okay okay well now so, i think so about she's it not the only like oh man I don't that's know how just she does some it. freaking like, soggy shit sh- right yeah
1: yeah It's more like you'd be better off taking a tortilla shell and putting some pizza sauce and cheese on it and Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) She does that. She does that too. Oh man, I I still can't get over this. Naturally flavored with other natural flavors. <laughs> flavors. Oh, that. okay. That's no, like now, I, now I get what you're. Uh, I would have known I'm that. Smelling what in, you're stepping in. Back, back in college, that would have been my like pickup <laughs> line. <laughs> I'm naturally <laughs> totally flavored with other natural with flavors. flavors, but uh, whatever the case. Uh, so here it goes. Totino's Party Pizza got the triple uh, triple cheese. Um, first and foremost. Uh, I I don't even know if that's real cheese. It don't, it never says anything. You know, all the other ones say real cheese. This right. one didn't say that. So I don't think it is. The the cheese is so fake it doesn't even seem like cheese. It doesn't even melt. No, it it, it doesn't melt like, like it only like a section like of it melts. Yeah, I don't know. It was that. it was weird. Like the the cheese literally looked the same when I pulled it out is what it did when I put it in. Right. Like, it You're like didn't, is it done. It didn't actually like lose, you know, like when I think of cheese melting, you take something, you know, the original shape and then it kinda, you know, goos out. I right. I don't know. And and this doesn't do that. It doesn't do that because I don't think it's real cheese. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's kinda like it's kinda like McDonald's. Like that that's really what a Totino's pizza is. It's like a McDonald's cheeseburger, like that small yep. little cheeseburger that you look at, and it's menu. like it's like I I can tell like that cheeseburger's fake, right? Like that's that not a real cheeseburger melt
1: either. It's just like it's just cheese stuck on there, and it's like if
0: if you would take a Totino's pizza and set it out on your driveway, and 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 like put a put a five gallon pail over it, five months it would look the same, exact same, same right. as a I, McDonald's I, I, I cheeseburger. Can see that. Yep. Like there's nothing to it, like, right? All other pizzas that I've experienced probably are going to start growing mold. Probably going to have like some some critters. I I don't. I I think if you gave if you set a Totino's pizza in front of like most dogs, unless they're a starving dog, I think they'd kind of look at it and be like, mm, they they're just going to know right. something ain't right. Something ain't right. I they're think, not eating
1: it. I think after like if there's ever like a nuclear warfare or something like that all that's going to be left is cockroaches and totino's pizza you're right
0: you're right you're <laughs> not wrong on that but uh uh if if, if th- this doesn't happen much this doesn't happen much but uh i probably haven't had a totino's pizza realistically in 15 years i can't remember the last one i had they have mo- it had more toppings on it than what i remember okay but like, you got
1: triple cheese right
0: yeah i got triple cheese but, I mean, it had more cheese on it than what I remember. Okay. Like, I feel like back in the day, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, there's, there's you could see more sauce. White. Exactly. Yeah, and that wasn't the white. case this time. Okay. That wasn't the case this time. And, and I mean, you know me. I was always getting cheese. Yeah. I ain't no way in hell I was getting pepperoni. But uh, it seems to have a little bit more. That doesn't happen a whole lot uh, this day and age. Uh, if anything, it goes the other way. But uh, I think this one's going in the right direction. Um, the second that I tasted it, I'm not going to lie to you. It tasted like bad decisions and Keystone Light vomit. Yep. Like <laughs> the sauce does like No, like that's I was trying what, to
1: like like think of like a good way to explain this. Because sauce. I
0: used to eat a lot of those. Right. And and drink a pile of Keystone Lights. Right. And probably about 50/50 oh, 50, 50 chance I was going to I was going to puke that I, night.
1: I I can guarantee that there's like there's no doubt in my mind that there's been more Totino's pizzas burnt. Left in an oven, on a drunk weekend night, than any other any pizza. other kind.
0: There's been more Totino's pizzas thrown up, right, than than than, an, than any other style it, of it's pizza.
1: Definitely a drunk pizza. I mean, it's like almost passed out. It's what it is. it is. It is. Yep. It is. And even there, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you can't even burn it to like not even look like a pizza. Like it still like resembles a Tony's totino's pizza just like, dark around the right, edges right it's just like man i cooked this seven for hours, hours <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, you know i just can kind of cut the crusts off yep.
0: and i could still eat some of it yep yep no that's exactly <laughs> what it is it's exactly what it is but uh um you know so so with all that being said with all that being said uh it was better than I gave it credit for. All right, it truly was. Well, and it,
1: the value of it—I mean, for that's like a—you bu- can get what ten of them for ten bucks. You something see like my
0: that. notes right here. Better than I gave it credit for, especially for the price. Right. And I know back in the day you could get ten of those for ten bucks. I don't think it's like that. Thanks a lot. But uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking. You know, now I, I I still think that you can probably get one for under two bucks, and and that's a hell of a meal for under two bucks. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not saying, you know, and, and anyone who knows me, they know how much I I'm into health, how much I'm into <laughs> fitness, like fitness, whole pizza in my mouth. Right. But, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of scratch my head and kind of question whether or not, like I said, that is real food or whether it's, uh, 3d printed or something <laughs> like i don't know i don't right. know if it's real or if it's not but i gotta say it, it, it was actually better than what i thought uh it, it it definitely wasn't uh uh you know pep's draft house it wasn't uh any of those really good pizzas uh um it, it was it was a far cry from those but uh I, i'll tell you what it, it knocks the shit out of a home run in and uh, those things sucked and uh, so I'm gonna give it a four or five. Ooh, all right. I'm gonna give it a four or five. If if you're a, if you're a guy, and uh, you're you're bringing a girl home, and uh, you you give her a Totino's pizza, she's probably gonna know like, hey, this guy's fun, but he's probably not the one. Yep. But uh, um, you know, I mean, I I I, I think she'll know like what you you know like, oh, okay. Uh, if you're looking to marry her, don't 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 give her a Totino's. No don't give her a totino's i mean at least step it up to a jack's but uh whatever four or five and uh um i, I don't know i was i was delightfully surprised by it and uh especially for a two dollar pizza yeah. and i think that there should be a disclaimer on every totino's box that because they still come in boxes right no
1: oh they're not hell in no it's in a bag it's in a bag it's in, a,
0: it's, in it's in a plastic bag. Really you want me to get one right now like no, the, there's right. a deep no, I, freeze right on the other side I, I of that wall you. and i can
1: go get one i remember they always be, used to be like oh well, anyways on the on the packaging there should be like a disclaimer to uh make sure to check the batteries in your smoke detector before <laughs> making this because <laughs> chances are if you're making it you are gonna pass out and <laughs> that's not a bad <laughs> let's idea let's right just there. make sure that them batteries the batteries in this smoke detector are are, are are work in order you'll Test the smoke detector before putting the totinos in and passing out on the couch. Yep, yep. and then waking up the next morning and then like, oh my god, what's that smell? And then like I said, you can actually cut off the burned pieces after cooking it for four and a half hours, and you'll still be all right.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: that's no big deal right there. So four or five. You what do you, uh, you know, totinos? They got the old pizza rolls too. That's kind of like a oh yeah
0: I uh. I, I can get after some of them. I can get uh, I can get way after some of those uh, uh, Totino's pizza rolls. But actually, you know, just down at the local grocery store, uh, the uh, the Sure Fine brand, uh, right. I, I can get after a pile of them too. I wonder if there's been more mouths burnt from pizza rolls or from frozen pizza
1: because it doesn't oh, matter. I don't think. No those, doubt, those pizza rolls like that first. You're like you're like blowing off oh, right,
0: the reverse there. blow. <laughs> well, the reverse the, blow. Yeah. Once you get it in your mouth, then you go.
1: <laughs> the thing with those is like you're like you kind of go to take a little bit of a bite and you're like okay they don't feel that they're that hot and also you take the bite and that stuff like comes squirting out and it's just like like hotter than the surface of the sun and you're just like <laughs>
0: yep <laughs> and then, oh, you yeah. can't, then you can't taste the like next 15 that you house so now yep, yep. we've all been there we if, if if you haven't burned your mouth good and proper on a on a pizza roll you you haven't really lived yet no nope. you haven't really lived you're yet. you're not in the totino's uh stable yep that's right but
1: uh
0: all right uh, how about um how about some good news stories good brought news to you story. by our friends over at Freedom Brew, who are now open late a uh, few nights, yes. uh, a few days a week, a few nights a week? Uh, we're talking ice cream. We're talking, uh, you know, ice cream coffees. We're talking all sorts of stuff. Uh, Freedom Brew over in Larchwood, Iowa, the absolute best coffee shop in the whole entire world. Uh, I, I'm telling you guys right now uh, if you have not tried Freedom Brew, and if you live within an hour, it's, it's, it's freaking worth your time. It is. It's if, worth the drive. Yep. If you're, uh, if you're from Sioux Falls and you're heading to Okaboji, I'm telling Slam. you right now, that's, uh, that should be absolutely on your list. Don't go down I-90. It's dangerous on the interstate. It, it really is. It's crazy. There's
1: some uh, weird people on the you interstate. You have to go
0: through Minnesota. And I mean, you know, that, that should be <laughs> enough right there. Uh, no, nope. the nice thing is, then when you're coming back, going back
1: to Sioux Falls, you can also pick it up.
0: That's right, that's right. But uh, uh, Freedom Brew, Larchwood, Iowa, the best damn coffee shop. Period. Go there because it's what it is. What Uncle Sam wants you to do. It is plain and simple. Uh, first and foremost, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout it out to uh, Garrett Cox, whose birthday was yesterday. But uh, more importantly, well, not more importantly. I I I don't want to I don't want to knock uh, Garrett because I love Garrett, uh, best calf uh, tipper over guy there is. But uh, this Wednesday, June seven. Owner of Freedom Brew, Austin Bruggeman's birthday. Got the big birthday. I I don't know. I, I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be 35. And uh, with that being said, that means 30 years that he's been able to grow a full beard. I was gonna say he's had it since <laughs> I think off his school pictures he's got a beard. <laughs> I'm 34 and still can't grow one old Aust- can grow. What what would take me what would take me literally three and a half weeks to grow, Austin, has that by noon. But
1: I, I still don't think I've ever seen somebody that has more of a baby face with a beard than Austin. Really? A you know, like, baby face, huh? Like, Does I he kind of? I think if, I think if he shaved the beard, like people would think he was in like junior high. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we can talk to Brianna and, and, uh, maybe she can coax him into it and, and then maybe we'll, we'll. Maybe we'll take a picture of Osty clean-shaven sometime, <laughs> and we'll put it on our Facebook page. Guess the age. <laughs> yeah. Guess the age. Guess the age and win a free cup of coffee. Beards, brews, and Brickamans. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what you got,
1: Matt? Mine? Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to give a big shout-out to uh, Toby Lorenzen. He's uh He was a high school PE teacher. He's, I mean, been my mentor the whole time I've ever been here at Central Lion. He uh, retired this year from teaching. Uh, He retired from coaching, head football coach uh, years, quite a few years ago now. But uh, he finally retired from teaching. I want to give him, that's kind of my good news story. He's earned all that. Uh, He's a very highly respectful guy. Most of the people, past students and stuff like that, I've ever heard talk about him, have not they have always said great things about him he was your elementary p.e. teacher yep, he was yep, a guidance that's right he's the elementary guidance counselor before being a guidance counselor was cool and stuff like that and Yep. before it got to be where you needed to do all this stuff i mean he really just like as a guidance counselor he i learned a lot from him doing that just like how to talk with kids and yep. like, you know just down to earth it wasn't there wasn't anything no agenda behind what he did uh just, just one of them great people in the world, uh, great people in education. Uh, I'm going to miss my daily talks with him. I went down to his office quite often and, you know, just shot the shit and uh, just hung out with him. And like I said, I, I can never repay him enough for all the things that he's taught me about education and life in general. So uh, that's that's going to be my good news story of the week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just to piggyback on top of that, uh, you know, I, I was not an athlete. I was not an athlete going through school uh, you know, to- Toby, you know, it wasn't like he was my coach, uh, you know, elementary, uh, PE teacher and whatnot, but, uh, he was always coach to me. You know, I, I think if I saw him, I-, I think I'd still call him coach right. and, uh, you know, whatever, but, uh, still to this day, if I see him, you know, he's going to go out of his way to come over and, and, you know, BS with me and whatnot. And yeah, just, uh, the real deal, yeah, really, yep, really definitely. a cool cat. So, all right, guys, uh, you got m- one. Well, I give the birthdays. Oh, the birthday's I give the birthdays. Right. I, I, I don't know, man. I used to, I used to always screenshot something. I, man, I, I just, I just don't do a good enough job about it anymore. Oh, you do too. I don't. I
1: That with Garrett was a good one. It's his birthday and Austin's birthday. So yeah, gotta celebrate them birthdays.
0: Yeah, I probably should. Uh, probably should have had something more, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give two next uh, I'll give two next week.
1: Well, and I, simple. No, i'm gonna
0: go with the birthday ones are yeah. stories yeah i don't know should i add more but uh whatever that is what it is uh we appreciate you guys for tuning in to episode 222 two, two. um we'll see you next week on episode 223 later